Oklahoma is a place with its own unique beauty. The stretching farms and the fields full of grain are restful to the eye. And yet beneath this pastoral scene is a strong independence of thought and action that motivates those who live here. Join us as we visit an OCI ministry that combines this independence of thought with a desire to serve. Originally part of the Louisiana Purchase, this state has a unique history. In 1889 was the first land rush. The idea was to entice settlers to come and move into the territory. These would-be settlers were lined up on a particular boundary, and when a cannon fired, they were to make a mad dash to claim their part of the land. Some of the more enterprising ones came earlier and staked out their own claim, thus giving rise to the expression of the Oklahoma Sooners, an idea that still expresses the independence of thought that characterizes the inhabitants of the state today. Oklahoma Academy is training their young people to enter into the harvest fields of Jesus Christ. Oklahoma Academy's mission is taken from Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38, where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, Pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And so Oklahoma Academy is designed specifically to train young people to be laborers for God. For me, I enjoy uh, how there's so many different options that you can take during the year, such as this year, I'm taking uh, French, French 2, and I'm also taking calculus uh, and math, and so it's really, it's really interesting to have other options, such as in health. We learned a lot about different foods and different things, and uh, how they're able to help you and how they're able to uh, affect your body in negative ways as well, and just things that you will be able to use later on in life. Here at Oklahoma Academy, we're not a really large school. We actually are designed to be relatively small because we want to work more closely with the students. During the school year, we have the opportunity to uh, meet with the students on a, on a more personal level. We get a chance to invite them into our homes. So we get uh, two to three, sometimes even four students coming to our homes on Friday evenings. Instead of going to a uh, regularly scheduled uh, Vespers, we have them to our homes for uh, both a meal and for our home Vespers. Uh, the students love that. They, they get an opportunity to feel like it's not their home, but they get to go to a home, and they feel more like home here at Oklahoma Academy because of it, because they get to stay with their same family all throughout the whole year. It's important, it's vitally important to, to be able to have some time where you just relax or where you're just having fun together. You know, every Saturday night we have rec and we usually play a game called Dare Base, which is really fun. We also do campouts. We love to be out in nature, taking time to relax and spend time together as a family. 
In education, one of the most important things for us is for the students to, to learn about God. God has provided us with a, a couple of different ways to do that. One is through His Word, but the other is in what we call the second book of nature, where the trees and the birds and the flowers, all of them tell us of the love of God and what He's like and who He is. So it's important for us to have our school in the country where we can experience that second book and that closeness to God that can't be experienced anywhere else. Our focus here at Oklahoma Academy really is on the students developing a relationship with the Lord, that they really love Jesus and out of that love of Jesus they want to share Him. One of those training programs that we started this year is a Bible work training program where they are being trained um, in deeper Bible study and then in how to go door to door and get Bible study interests, how to follow that up with Bible studies, and then following that up also with evangelism. Oftentimes people feel that the pastor should, should be the one doing all the work. He should be doing the Bible studies, he should be doing you know everything to, to bring people in, but we actually believe that Jesus calls each one of us as a believer in Christ to work for Him. Jesus said, Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel. And He wasn't just saying that to pastors. He was saying that to His disciples. And so as lay people, um, it's so important that we work together with the church um, to spread the news that Jesus is coming again soon. The need for a Bible program is not just for older members, but young people need to know, like I said, why they believe what they believe. Well, first of all, we start off by basically being grounded in our doctrines. We look at the verses that, you know, supports and also the verses that may seem questionable and we learn how to answer difficult questions that people might have. During the school year, we have a campusing program that encompasses anywhere from five to ten uh, students. Uh, they go out three times a week. And when they go out, they get an opportunity to knock on doors. They're learning how to do a survey at the door, then to transfer that to an in-home Bible study. They're learning how to invite them to a meeting and transfer them to a local church, knowing that they can be the bridge or the conduit for the individual to get connected with the church. This year, we've really focused on just the, the area around the campus. And it's really neat. And you can tell them, oh, we just live up the road and you can make connections with them. So yeah, just close by this year. Um, probably next year they'll be going a little bit farther. And, and also I believe that there'll be the Bible studies that we have had this year um, will be carried on next year with the next class. They are our frontline missionaries right here at Oklahoma Academy and give us an opportunity to go out and reach our community. After the year's over, we're supposed to get a um, certificate that says that we, we're able to be hired by a church um, for Bible work. The, the vision really is to make sure that it's a way that students continue to, to occupy themselves, you know, have them interested in wanting to be a part of the spreading the gospel. The evangelistic series, um, we basically have worked up to that throughout the year, so it's really neat to see that going on among the people, to know that the Holy Spirit was here. In the evenings, we all take turns doing health presentations, and also we have a role to play, greeting the people as they come, and so it's really important to be there to bring them in, make them feel at home. They're really excited, especially when they see their contacts come through the door. 
um, and they're being trained for, uh, to be workers for the harvest. You, you, they could actually see that taking place right before their eyes. You know, that, that's one of the joys about it. One of the very important aspects of Oklahoma Academy is, is our music program. We're told that music can reach people for Christ when other things cannot. And so the, the purpose and, and the, the thrust and, and the whole goal of our program is to, to be mission-oriented in, in the music that we do. Um, we have a very good choir and chorale, we have a string ensemble, we have a bell choir, and we all work together to make those kind of programs that will reach people for Jesus. I'm involved in bell choir and uh, I'm also involved in choir and chorale and uh, we've started a men's quartet here which I'm also a part of as well. Uh, usually during the year we'll go to churches around the state of Oklahoma um, but there's also a big trip that we do at the around the end of the year that uh, we'll either go out of the country or state to state singing at different churches. Well this year I got the opportunity to be in chorale which is basically like the select choir group. I just love, you know, the songs that we sing. Everywhere we go, people want CDs of that particular program. We were given uh, this recording equipment donated from a friend of the school. And so we're planning on being able to make CDs every year of all the programs that we have. We usually have three pro programs a year. And so we're planning on making uh, CDs for each of those programs and so that when we go out to those sites we can be able to hand out the CDs to different people and uh, bless them and send God's music to their homes that way. It's important for anyone entering into mission service to have some basic and essential life skills. It's a foundation principle of OCI academies to instill in their students a love for work. A strong work ethic is important for those who will be laboring for Jesus Christ. Oklahoma Academy accomplishes this goal in a variety of ways, but two of their programs are uniquely designed with the missionary in mind. They are massage therapy class and the mission aviation program are focused on preparing young people for a broader sphere of service. Here at Oklahoma Academy we have a work program that focuses on uh, the skills similar to the skills that they would have to do um, out on the mission field. The students have the opportunity to go to either the massage program or flight program and it counts uh, as their work because we feel that it's an important skill that they're, that they're learning, especially uh, if they're we're looking to go to the mission field. Ever since I was three and four, I was very fascinated with aviation. And, you know, it's just been kind of a lifelong hobby. And then, you know, as I got older, I realized there's a great need for mission aviation. You know, I can do something that I enjoy doing and still be serving God, which is something that we all must do. Here at the school, we have a 1,300-foot grass airstrip. And then also here in Oklahoma, we have winds. So it uh, gives you excellent training for crosswind techniques, gusty techniques. So, you know, they give you a very solid flying skill. In the flight program, in the direction of the flight program, we are looking to, to be able to 
have a well-rounded experience for the flight students so that when they leave they have some experience in Bible work through the Bible work training program. They have some experience in medical things, possibly through the, the massage therapy program, so that when they go out it's not just flying that they know and they can put the whole package together. I really like it that you work at the school because at normal schools you don't get an opportunity to learn vocational skills. But here they have lots of different things. I work in the cafeteria and I actually learned most of my cooking skills in the cafeteria. And I, I go in there and I cook every day and uh, that's really fun. We also uh, like our students to help out on the farm so that they get the feeling of working with the soil, they get the feeling of picking some strawberries or even pulling weeds. You know, it's all part of working on the farm. Having practical skills of building and mechanics and cooking and all of those things, practically speaking, uh, a person who is involved in mission work ends up doing. It's kind of my first time uh, working uh, outside um, from the city, but uh, being here on the work program has uh, really changed kind of my perception of things and uh, it's really been a help in my spiritual life, um, coming closer to God. We really want them to understand that God wants them to be the best they can be and when they are the best they can be in the work area, they are doing His will uh, in a way that no one else can do. To this day, I can't really explain it except for the fact that God led me here. My sophomore year, the English teacher was asking us if, we, if any of us wanted to be involved in the massage program. So I thought it would be pretty cool to like, be able to expand my scope of knowledge and how to give massages, how to do it the right way, I guess. But I think coming here has really helped me see what God really wants me to do. He wants each one of us to serve Him you know, with our whole heart. And since I've been here, I've been able to realize that my purpose in life is not for myself. It's to bless others and to worship God and to serve God with my entire being. Oklahoma Academy is a self-supporting school. The finances that, that we use to run the school come directly from our industries, tuition from the students, and any donations that, that we receive. We are in the process of developing a publishing ministry in which we have several products, the Spanish Study Bible, the English Study Bible. And another one that we, that we just put out is a little book called Outside the Gate for Children. Portions of each of these books, as we sell them, the Bibles and uh, the Outside of the Gate, will go uh, to a worthy student fund. Another aspect that we have that helps us connect with our community is a health food store and we have people from all over the community. They come in and we offer cooking schools and health lectures, different specials. We sell different products that we make through the country store, like bread from the cafeteria. There's a lot of people in the community that come in for our bread. From the farm in the country store and more and more people are looking for that comes straight from the garden. In addition to providing a quality and a practical education, Oklahoma Academy endeavors to ensure that all of the students get an opportunity to share their faith. In a moment, we'll explore a creative method for accomplishing that aim. Pain, suffering, and hopelessness are everywhere we look. 
As Christians, we know that the ultimate answer is Jesus. We are called to bring people to Him, as well as to share His love in practical ways. Can you imagine the difference it would make if every church member did all that we can to share our hope? That's what OCI is all about. Lay people using their skills to reach their communities and bring change. Whether through lifestyle centers or schools, restaurants or clinics, the methods are diverse, but the goal is the same, to bring hope and healing to our dying world. In order for this work to continue, prayer, workers, and funding are all necessary. When you support OCI, you support the work of more than 80 ministries around the world. For more information about how you can become involved, please contact us anytime. In order to communicate important truths related to the plan of salvation, God entrusted ancient Israel with a visual representation. The sanctuary service, originally given to Moses, outlined the plan of salvation. Oklahoma Academy uses a replica of that ancient sanctuary service to communicate important gospel truths to today's modern audience. Oftentimes, I know for in my own experience, I thought it was boring to study about the sanctuary. And here at Oklahoma Academy, we have a special emphasis on the sanctuary that actually has brought the sanctuary to life for myself. And it brings the sanctuary to life for other people. About 10 years ago, Oklahoma Academy uh, decided to make its focus mission. So not only do they get an academic uh, background and they get the opportunity to be prepared to go to college, but we really wanted all of our students to be mission focused. We wanted all of our students to have that as one of their goals in their lives is to reach out to others. And so Messiah's Mansion is, is especially um, important in that goal and is, is a tool and a vehicle that we're using in order to accomplish that. And it's a very effective one. Um, because the students are constantly reminded of their purpose of why they're there. They're out there to help people and to reach them with, with truth. And uh, the sanctuary truth is present truth that everyone needs to hear. And so the students are really uh, having an opportunity to be on the front lines of sharing this truth in a mission aspect through Messiah's Mansion. From the very beginning, it gave students the opportunity, you know, to be able to study it as a class, and then go out and give tours. You know, so in 2003, when it came to Oklahoma Academy, I was able to go to you know, one of the first exhibits that it traveled to, which was at my dad's church. And uh, so I was able to, as a freshman, give tours of it then. But, you know, of course, then I went on to college and I did some other things. Uh, about four years ago, I came back. Um, you know, I'm still here. And uh, it's something that's very exciting to me. You know, it's not just for the people. It changes the students' lives as they give the tour. I've seen it time and time again. I think I really love the connection with the people that come through the tours. Um, I love seeing God work in such a personal, up-close way. You know, as you go through the tours and, and sometimes you don't want to do it, sometimes you feel discouraged, but no matter what, you always see God working in a powerful way and there's always so many testimonies that you hear. It always makes you feel so close and connected to God that you're working with Him, you know, up in the front lines. 
Uh, well, this is my uh, sixth exhibit, and I've been doing it since my freshman year. Normally, freshmen don't um, go on sanctuary trips. It's only the sophomores through seniors. But um, that year, the junior class as a whole didn't want to go, so they made it available to those who wanted to go, and I ended up signing up. And um, I have to admit, though, on the way there, I was like, why did I sign up for this? I hate talking in front of people. I, I'm very shy. But once I started learning the tour and realized how important it really is and how amazing it really was, I got so excited that I learned the whole tour in less than a week, and I've been a full tour guide ever since. For each Messiah's Mansion exhibit, we have a combination of things that happen. We always have the sponsor churches come up with at least half of the costs, and they always provide a location. This location here in Loveland, Colorado, we're right next to the major highway, and that is allowing us to have a lot of exposure, and we've really had a great turnout so far. Messiah's Mansion is the title of the organization, and under that, that name we have three different full-scale models. Um, so it's, it's a traveling ministry, um, just like you know Moses' tabernacle is traveling. And uh, about every two weeks we're at a new location. You know, we've been to over a hundred locations so far. We start with the premise that most people don't have an understanding of you know, a heavenly sanctuary. And uh, many, even though they're Christians, don't have a firm biblical background. Um, so we start out in the first tent, introducing them to the idea of a heavenly sanctuary. The Size Mansion is a free exhibit, so people that come will get a free tour. And they'll be able to hear the, the end time message, present truth for our time, through the sanctuary message. It's really exciting to share that with people because a lot of people connect with that. In every station of the tour, really beginning from the courtyard, We'll move through, you know, what did the priests do? The facts, the furniture, the people, and uh, the service. But then, you know, the second layer is, how did all of this point to Jesus? So from the courtyard, you move to the holy place, and you see the priestly duties in there again, um, followed by Christ's work in the heavenly sanctuary. And this is where most Christians, it's a new idea for them. You know, Christ in the heavenly sanctuary. They know about him as the Lamb of God, but now they're seeing him, you know, in his ministry in heaven in the holy place. And, you know, then of course you move around to the most holy place where, you know, we see Christ's work today. And uh, you'll see prophecies of pointing to Jesus, move into the most holy place. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, for them, you know, they come out, I never knew this. I didn't even know that was in the Bible. And uh, so it's, it's an eye-opening experience for a lot of people. The most holy place. That's the that's the place where I see God working the most. You know, I've seen people struggle. I've seen the battle in their hearts. You know, on their faces as they're just listening. And sometimes you can tell they don't want to accept it. But that's where I just keep praying because um, I know I know this is the that's the message for today. The students are going constantly in and out of the prayer tent. We have a prayer tent at each sanctuary, um, and the students go in before their tours. They go in after their tours. Satan's constantly attacking. Uh, Messiah's Mansion from every angle uh, because he does not want this work to go through. There's people praying for us all throughout the tour. We pray throughout the tour and I think it's that constant prayer that um, you know keeps us in, in good spirits because Satan does attack you know he's not happy with us doing this. And it, it really matures the students and they mature in the right direction uh, towards God and towards their experience with him. From all throughout time you know there's been there's been important messages, you know, Noah's message was important, um, you know, John the Baptist's message that Jesus was there was important. 
But today, you know, the message that's important is that Jesus is finishing the work in heaven. And, uh, you know, that it's a time for, you know, us to give our whole hearts to him like never before so that he can do the work not just in heaven but in our own hearts. When people go through this, they can't remember everything we cover, but what they do remember is they liked it. It was good. And so they have a positive association with this. And uh, one of our main goals is to be able to um, link up some of the local churches with, you know, these people who are signing up for more studies so that they can continue to study and see it from the Bible at a slower pace for themselves. People are coming to the sanctuary to learn about the sanctuary message. And this is something that is unique to our church. And um, if our church does not understand this message, then, you know, who is going to be sharing it with the world? This is one of the best kept secrets in the Bible. And, you know, a lot of people get, can get confused about it. They need someone to actually show them what all the symbolism is in the sanctuary. And it's so cool to see how everything in the Bible fits perfectly into the sanctuary message. And we as a church need to be studying this message and we need to be able to uh, present it to those around us who, um, you know, are not in the church or are new in our church and so on because it's a very important doctrine that we hold. I was giving a tour to in a school group that came through. It was a bunch of, um, you know, teenagers, you know, my peers, and I'm very extroverted, so I, I feed off the energy of the people that are in my tour, and um, I wasn't getting that much response, and I was feeling very, very discouraged. Um, so I was just praying. I said, God, you know, I need encouragement. And then as I left the Most Holy Station, the Most Holy Place Station in the tour, I had an older lady come up to me, and she had tears in her eyes. And she was just saying, you have blessed me so much. And I was just praising God because it, it reminded her about how much Jesus was important in her life. And it reminded her that we don't have time to waste on this earth, but Jesus is coming soon. And so I was just able to go into the last station just praising God that he gave me that encouragement that even though I wasn't getting the response, that that's not what mattered. It mattered that God was still using me to, to touch even one person's heart. And I was able to talk with her after the tour and we were both in tears and just praising God about how much he, he was able to work through that tour. You know, there's people who come through who haven't been to church in years or maybe have never been to church and wouldn't go to church. But in a setting like this, you know, they come through and, uh, you know, their hearts are touched and they go away. And, uh, you know, some of them say, you know, what church do you go to? I want to go to your church. You know, atheists come through, you know, who wouldn't have, you know, anything to do with Christians. And, uh, you know, an experience comes to my mind, you know, a couple of years ago, an atheist um, came through and, uh, you know, at the end of it, he, he let me know through the tour that he could not stand Christians. You know, some of them were hypocritical, um, but some of them were just unreasonable. But yet as we went through the tour, at the end of it, he invited me to come to his house and have dinner with him because he said, we need to talk more about these things. You know, it provides an opportunity where people can, um, you know, see what Jesus is doing today in a setting that, you know, they would feel comfortable in. You know, people need to understand not only Jesus died, but what he's doing today. And uh, I think it's very relevant for every single human being alive on planet Earth today. Oklahoma Academy instills in its students both the ability to think for themselves as well as a commitment to mission service. Perhaps you know of a student that would benefit from a program like this. To learn more about the worldwide work of OCI,
and its member ministries, visit us on the web at outpostcenters.org. We'd love to hear from you. You can send an email to info at outpostcenters.org or call us at 423-236-5600. For OCR Reports, this is Stephen Grabener.